cypress to this one. You bet. Certified fresh. Yo, what is up, everybody, and welcome to episode four. I am DJ Z Lick. I'm here with my main man. What's up, guys? I'm Darren. We're back for another episode, and this is a little bit of a special episode. We are going to talk about travel and travel only. Yes, we are. How yeah, pumped we'll, are you for this one? This is going to be a fun one. I think we have some pretty good stories and some good... Uh, suggestions for people that might not have traveled as much as me or you might have yeah and i I wouldn't say that i'm like super i'm i'm not as well traveled as i would like to be let's just put it that way yeah but i think i have some cool experiences and some good stories yeah let's let's get into it all right so first things first what are things that we need to know or need to get before we get going like for a lot of people i know that they have a fear of traveling like they really want to they're ambitious about it but at the end of the day they don't pull the trigger Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? And have you experienced any of those? Yeah. So, I mean, I think people are afraid of traveling alone. Huge that, that's a big thing. Especially, that's probably number one, if I had to guess. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess, yeah, fear of traveling alone and maybe not knowing the language, not knowing how to navigate. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. That's, that's really, really important. I mean, you don't necessarily have to know the language in a lot of these places. Like there are uh, multi-language countries like Germany. You can get around definitely. Um, you yeah, can get I around spoke in Italy. pure you know. English in yeah. Germany and there was no issue. Yeah, same thing. Um, Italy, Spain can get a little tricky once you go like north. Um, but like Barcelona, Madrid, you're fine with all that. Like I'm going to say like those major hubs. Yeah. You're totally okay. The, just big, the big cities. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Um, but fear of traveling alone, like you're going across the pond, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking well, I, I mean, and that's only if you're going to Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I guess we're just, for a lot I of our, be broad here. yeah, for a lot of our stuff, we're talking a lot of European travel cause that's mm-hmm. where we have been. Yes. But also obviously if you've been to Asia or South America, yeah. Africa, that's a whole nother animal that I haven't gotten into yet. Right. And I pause. <laughs> that I want, yeah. <laughs> that I want to, um, pause again. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I really want to go to South America. You know, I want to go to Asia. I want to go to fucking India at some point, you know, like, uh, stuff like that, that I haven't really gotten to experience those different cultures because I feel like I have a pretty good consensus for European culture as a whole. Right. So yeah. with those other countries, like, are there any fears that you have? Yeah. So, I mean, fuck, like if I went to, like we were talking about going to Thailand, right? Mm-hmm. I, for myself too, I don't think I'd be afraid of going alone. I think I'd be afraid of like, I don't want to, um, I guess, what's the word like, I'm looking like for? Like be offensive? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to be, be offensive d- to their culture yeah. or do something that I'm not supposed to do. Like, and these are things that I brush up on beforehand. Like what mm-hmm. is, what are their cultural norms? Like, what do they do? You know, how do you say hello? Like stuff like that. Like For sure. One for me on that same vein is I, when we were going to Oktoberfest, I knew I was going and I thought that Oktoberfest in Munich, it was going to be the, uh, you know, the outfits they wear, the Drindel and the, the Lederhosen. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, I don't, I'm not going to wear a Lederhosen. Like that's not my stuff. I'm not trying to shit on anybody's culture or anything. And then I mm-hmm. get there and everybody is like, where's your Lederhosen? And I'm like, shit. <laughs> you fucked up. I wish I would have. And I was ready to go buy one. But damn, mm-hmm. dude, if you wait till the end, they are taxing. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's expensive, that, dude. But that was one thing where like culturally mm-hmm. I was not trying to offend anybody. And no one cared mm-hmm. that I wasn't wearing one. But at the same time, I would have definitely loved to dress up and, you know, do the whole shebang. Yeah. So there's some things like that where you're, you're trying to be polite and it's better to just err on the side of caution, I guess you could say. Um, obviously with Asia and what you were talking about with Thailand, we're not too afraid of costs, mm-hmm. 
but there's some countries that are more expensive, right? Yeah. Um, there are definitely like Switzerland being one that comes off the top of my head right now. Um, it was so expensive. Like you go and like me and my buddy Abel, shout out Abel. We went, um, we were in Zurich and we were just kind of tired. We were driving. Um, we stopped, st- stopped for a bite to eat and we got two hamburgers with fries and two Cokes. And a, what kind of like, are we talking like a mom and pop shop, like a McDonald's? What are we talking? It was, it was like a, like a local spot. Okay. Gotcha. Like, but a nicer place, yeah. you know, um, it was just a place that we could find. And it was kind of off of like the main hub, like main down, downtown area. And, uh, it was fucking $60 Yeesh. for two meals. And I was like, what the fuck are you and butchering it, the cow in the back? Yeah. And it's not like, you're not talking like a steak. No, you're talking a cheeseburger, a cheeseburger. <laughs> No, there wasn't even cheese. A <laughs> <It was> hamburger. <laughs> it was lettuce, tomato, onion, fucking pickle. Yeah. Um, I ha- also had the same thing when I went to vi- uh, visit Magnus mm-hmm. in Norway. Shout out Magnus. Mm-hmm. When I went to visit him in Norway, I couldn't believe how expensive some of the stuff was. And then I come to find out it's like the second most expensive country in the world. But yeah, some of those spots, like you have to pay if you want to go see those or mm-hmm. you have to understand that maybe some of those spots aren't on your destination. Like yeah. they don't fit your budget, you know? Yeah. And I think there's a lot to be said, but overall costs. Yeah. I think a lot of people always wonder, oh, well, how do people travel? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I can be the first person to say it's not as expense- expensive as you think it is. You just have to if brush you, up on your research. And plan it out. Yeah. Because there's there's deals to be found in, in flights. There's deals to be found in where you're staying. There's, there's even, de- like when we went to London, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't believe that all the museums and everything were free. Yeah. Everything was free. And I'm like, mm. I was prepared to pay for these things. And when you're telling me like, oh, the National Museum is completely free. Well, I was planning on paying 50 to 100 bucks to be in this thing. Yeah, right. You, it's worth it. So there's certain, and, and it, maybe museums aren't everybody's cup of tea. I love them. I mm. love to see museums of different, all kinds of different history and art or whatever. But um, there's cool things that are free like that, that, you know, you don't have to pay for. So sometimes when you see things on, you know, maybe Instagram or social media in general, and you see, oh, this person is out at these things. Remember when like all the places that are nature, those are definitely free. I mean, you got to get to them. Yeah. Like, let's say there's a beautiful waterfall in Croatia, right? It's called Plitvica waterfalls. And bless you. What'd you say? (laughs) Plitvica. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just this massive, like array of a bunch of different waterfalls, like, you know, over a hundred feet tall and oh, shit. Yeah. Like it's fucking gorgeous. Um, and it's fucking free mm-hmm. and get in and it's not, no charge. So on that, like, what does it take? I'm assuming if you're staying, uh, what's the main city again in Croatia? Yeah. That that's right there. Is it the one I'm thinking of Dubrovnik? Dubrovnik is the very South. Okay. So not yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. But let's just say you were staying there. What would it cost you roughly to get to that spot? Cause the spot itself is free. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, natural wonder if you want to. Oh, uh, let's say you take a bus there. Okay. 20, 25 bucks. So right there, perfect example. You're talking about transportation is 20 to $25 and you get to see something that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But if you wanted to go do maybe something else that was in the big city and mm-hmm. you're getting caught in kind of a tourist trap area, which we'll come, we'll come back to this later, yeah. you're going to spend a lot more money for something like that, right? Definitely, definitely. So I think there's, if you can pre-plan a lot of your stuff and we're going to go through a bunch of these things on how you can kind of save money or plan more accordingly or get more days for less money, yeah. you know, stuff like that. We're going to go through all those. Um, I think the first thing is one getting there. Like you said, what's, what's the best way you can find flights for me? Google flights has been the best way. I think that's yeah. the gold standard for right. me as well. Like I used to use kayak and then I'm like, well, kayak just gets used by Google flights too. It's the same shit. So you're just, <laughs> 
Yeah, you're just getting more yeah. stuff. Um, another huge thing, if you guys have credit cards that you can get miles on, mm-hmm. save those miles up. You can use them on a lot of major airlines. A lot of them will work with other airlines as well to get places, and you can get super cheap or heavily discounted flights with using your miles. And I mean- Massive, yeah. You know, just use your credit card for normal stuff that you're going to pay anyways, not actually putting it on credit, but your your bills, your you know yeah. your car payment, your yeah. everything that you're going to pay anyways. We're giving financial advice now, but yeah. But I mean, it's really- true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I pay for my car payment with my credit card. I know I'm going to use my checking account to pay for that anyway. So I might as well get the 1.5 mile rewards or whatever that I get. That adds up fast. Yeah. And also get rewards through these different airlines also. Exactly. So with the credit card and the airline that you're going to be with, so you can kind of double stack. Double down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a awesome YouTube account called Kara and Nate. I forget what their actual account's called, but if you type them in, you'll find them. They actually paid for an entire year's worth of flights um, and they traveled, I think like 200 countries in the world yeah. and they paid for all of them outside of like the, you have to pay sometimes like a minimum. Yeah. They paid all of them with their credit card rewards. Yeah. And they, they actually did a financial breakdown. It was awesome. Like yeah. it's very cool. So that's a huge thing. Google flights will help you a lot. If you have miles, obviously use those. And, uh, one thing that we were also going to talk about is maybe don't think about flying round trip out of the same airport. Yeah, because then you have to go, I mean, it just depends on how um, much, I guess not free time, but how flexible you can be, right? That's the key. Because for me, like I like to, like for me, it's kind of ritual. I'll fly into Germany, into Frankfurt, which is the main hub of Germany, basically. Um, And then I don't like having to be like, okay, now I'm all the way out in Spain. Now I have to go all the way fucking back to Germany, right? Right. Or where you could just catch a flight out of Spain. I I could just fly out of Barcelona at that point. So like you can do the multi- destination thing on google mm-hmm. but what i like to do for my that's still a little bit more expensive what i like to do is two one-way trips yep and i, I found that i can make it a little bit more inexpensive that way um and as far as yeah you just should be try to be a little bit more flexible with where you're going to be at um unless you're just staying in the one spot then that's totally cool do your one-way one-way trip or uh re- Round trip flight. Yeah, yeah. Round <laughs> yeah. trip out of the same yeah. city. Out of the same city. That's going to be that's gonna be probably your best bet if you're staying in that general consensus area, if you don't have too much time. But like what you were saying too, another way to save money is to be flexible. Yeah. You know, you can look at certain flights and say, oh, I can get a one-way into Paris and that's going to cost me $800 or I can mm-hmm. get a one-way into, just for an example, London and it's going to be $600. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to see London anyways. So start your trip there, change the dates around. Yeah. And, you know, you can really uh, save some money that way too. Because, I mean, being flexible, saves you a shit ton of money oh definitely and how much would you say would a typical let's say two-week trip be like when you're going to europe how much total or just flight total Ooh, like, i mean say because if we're talking about money here yeah for so sure um, people are like fuck it's gonna be like seven grand you know like something like that yeah which and, is, and i'm definitely not one to fake the funk on money or anything mm-hmm. i've gone on vacations where i was like balling on a budget and i didn't want to spend a whole lot of shit and i've definitely had ones where i've pre-saved up and mm-hmm. It definitely changes the things you want to do. You it know does. what I mean? Like, um, if you're gonna want to go out to nightclubs, let's just be honest, nightclubs would get expensive. Yeah. You're if you're a drinker, um, that's money that you're spending. Um, if you're going to see like a big uh, DJ or a band or something, mm-hmm. you know, it gets expensive on those type of things. Yeah. Um, there's like I was I was saying with London, there's cheaper stuff. I would say, I'm not bringing less than a hundred dollars a day. Okay. And that's not counting my flight and my. Um, accommodations accommodations yeah so kind of just take that out to if you're trying to do 14 days i'm looking at 1400 to 2000 dollars yeah you know if i'm being conservative yeah plus my flight plus my 
accommodations. Yeah. There's and a lot there's a lot of wiggle room in those two things though. There is. And flights generally what I've been doing when I've when I've traveled in everything has been under a thousand dollars. Yeah. Flights. Um if, if they're over a thousand dollars, you better be going to Australia. Yeah. Or somewhere that's really hard to get to, which again that Fucking comes back Maldives or something. Yeah, like there's that's where we kind of get into some flexibility. Do you really need to go to the Maldives or could you hit, you know, a separate area that's not as expensive? Mm-hmm. Not saying that there's anything wrong with the Maldives, but the name is what's getting you there. It's and, hard to get there. And you're you're going to pay and you're going to be traveling in plane for 24 hours. Yeah, easily. It's a easily. long fucking flight. Yeah. And that's another thing. While we're on flights, mm-hmm. what are the are there destinations you're not going to go because they're they are so long? Yeah. Probably. Like, honestly, uh, for me, the yeah. Maldives is beautiful. I have zero desire to go there because it's such a long I think you flight. have to go th- to North Africa, stop, refuel the plane or something like that, and then, again, stop somewhere else, and then you have a small charter plane. It's like eight, nine stops or some, f- something fucking crazy. Yeah, and, I mean, I haven't never looked into it too much, but I know even going to Puerto Rico when my sister lived um, just off the little island, yo, we got a flight from Seattle that took us to Washington, D.C., and then Washington, D.C. got us into Puerto Rico, but then from Puerto Rico, we had to take a little puddle jumper over to the thigh, and then, you know, it's like yeah. every smaller spot that you get to, it's more and more travel, and you're being mm-hmm. less flexible. So yeah. What we ended up doing, we got to Puerto Rico, we took a taxi to the ferry, and yeah. then we took the ferry, and it was like $8. Yeah. So, yeah, again, being flexible, that's going to be that's gonna be key. Yeah, because I'm going, be on a trip where I'm talking about, say, having $100 a day, and then you're saying, well... You know, your flight was going to be $110 or something like that. And we had two buddies with me. That's $300 or it was $24 for the ferry. Exactly. So that's a lot of money that was saved just right there. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, you can buy a lot of beer in Puerto Rico for (laughs) 300 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can imagine. I've never been there, but same thing with like, if you're going to fucking Eastern Europe. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So here's the, on the last thing of uh, flights best and worst airlines and have you had any horror stories fuck yeah well i mean you know there's uh passenger etiquette right oh yeah fuck man well for some people for you you would think right we've all seen the horror stories yeah somebody just kicking the back of your seat on a 10-hour flight if i'm losing my shit no i'm kicking whoever's kicking my seat (laughs) yeah or yeah something something stupid like that um my best, my my two best airlines, well, Virgin Atlantic isn't a thing anymore, but that was one of my favorites. They were nice. I've flown them once, mm-hmm. it, not international, but I flew them once in States and woo, Virgin yeah. was nice. <laughs> in, yeah, international, I did Vegas to London. That was one of my favorite, like the accommodations that they had, everything, like it was like, I was like, shit. I flew coach with and them I, and it felt like VIP. Yeah, I was economy plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they threw that plus on there before yeah. Disney got I was like, wait, where's this extra leg room you were talking about? <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, Virgin Atlantic was one of my favorites. Lufthansa is one of my favorites. That's just like my go-to when I'm flying from Seattle to Frankfurt. And that's the German air-based one or yeah. German-based one. That's right? the one. Yeah. Their, their main hub is in Frankfurt. Gotcha. Um, that's one of my favorites just because um, I think every other day from Seattle to Frankfurt is just a, a one a, shot. A one shot. Yeah. That's nice. So, so on that, a lot of people want to get it done and some people want to stop and they want to get off the plane. They want to have it broken up and stuff. Yeah. I am much more of the get me there. If yeah. I'm going to suffer, and I hate being on the plane. Yeah. I love traveling, hate airports, hate being on the plane. Yeah. But if I'm going to be there, just keep me moving. Exactly. I don't want to stop anywhere. Don't give me some multi-city stop. But if I would to stop somewhere, there, I was looking at Icelandic Air maybe oh, like a month, dude, a month ago. Shout out to Icelandic yeah. Air, my first international trip. One of the best airlines yeah. that I've ever been on. And it was the nicest people 
Um, great customer. Five-star reviews. Like, I, to the point where I left them a review. Really? I don't leave reviews. Yeah. It was amazing, dude. Yeah. Maybe it was because it was my first international flight. So we went, I went Seattle straight to Iceland and mm-hmm. we went up over Greenland and it looked like it was a full moon out. Going over Greenland looked like the moon. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful. And nothing out there. There was no, like you get to the, the edge of it where it's right on the coastline and you'd mm-hmm. see like a light. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing it, It's else. wild. Yeah. I've only ever done like red eye flights going there because um, we'll take like later flights leaving out of Seattle. But yeah, I've always wanted to, um, if that was my once multi-city stop, I guess, I wouldn't want to stop anywhere in the States and like go again. Yeah. I'd want to st- have a, like a longer layover in fucking Iceland. That's called a stopover. Stopover. Yeah. And yeah. Icelandic Air actually will let you do that for free now. Oh, really? I didn't I didn't even know that. Man, I'm telling you, Icelandic Air is the shit. Yeah. So what's really cool is let's say that you wanted to book a flight from um, Seattle to London. Okay. But your their main hub is in Reykjavik, mm-hmm. so you're gonna stop in Iceland, and let's and you're gonna switch planes. If you choose to extend your flight by like a week, you can stay in Iceland and they'll lock in your price for the same to get you to London and back. That's dope. So really cool feature. If you guys want to check out Icelandic Air, if you want to see Iceland, um, little pro tip I just happen to know about. You can stay in Iceland for a free stopover, and uh, I would I actually am looking into that as well. It's a beautiful countryside. Yeah, it really is. For the nine minutes I was in the airport, <laughs> the airport is the size of Pasco, by the way. Really? It's tiny. Yeah. It's tiny. I loved it, though. The people were so, so nice. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. So we've got your first things of how we're going to, uh, you're going to get going. Now you've got your flight, right? You've mm-hmm. decided where you want to go. So once you're in arrival, what's the next things that we need to be thinking about? I guess this is also in pre-planning, but you got to get there. You got to stay somewhere. You got to stay somewhere, yeah. Exactly. So we got three major options that we can think of. Yes. We've got, first and foremost, your classic hotels. Mm-hmm. We got, secondly, you have your hostels. And lastly, kind of a newer one, we have the Airbnbs. I yeah. say newer because they haven't been around forever, but yeah. how would you typically look to go? Hostels. Hostels. Hostels are my number one. Now, you're telling me you're not afraid of someone luring you out and slitting your throat <laughs> just like in the movies. No. I'm, I'm all, jo- I'm all jokes aside, mm-hmm. I get that. All the time. All the fucking time. I'm like, damn. First of all, I didn't know this movie was that popular. I didn't know either. Second of all, no, that's not what hostels are like at all. Actually, Some of them are like fucking nice hotels. You're just sharing a room with two or three other people. Sometimes. Yeah. I, I did share a room in London with 16 other people. Yeah. It was a, Those are it, cheaper. It was yeah. like, I'm not joking, like $14 bucks. a yeah. night. Something crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. I, was, I literally yeah. was like, wait, it's how much? <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. When you're in these big rooms... If you get one of the big ones like I did that's super cheap, you do also have like a shared bathroom, you know, so there's some people that are not comfortable with those things. They're not, no. Totally fine. Also, you're taking away flexibility though, Mm -hmm. so your price is going to go up. Exactly. And they have different sizes. So in a hostel, you can have a 16 and 8 bedroom or bed, a 4. You can even get it all the way down to a private (laughs) one bed room in a hostel if you want. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've done a couple of different sizes. So for you, like what size do you typically try to go with? Four to six. Okay. So they're like... You're sharing, you're getting a discount, but you're not. You're I'm not, not with 16 other people. You're not in a military barracks. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've thought about that, but yeah, just four to six was like, that was the most convenient. I'll just do that real quick. Um, and then, so yeah, I have, I have some good stories and I have some bad stories with it also. Okay. Hit so me with the good first. With the good stories. You meet a lot of younger oh, people. I cannot co-sign on this, this is, enough. This the is, social is, aspect. Yeah. It's massive because Let's say you're going to this place, you don't know too much about it, and 
you're like, fuck, where do I go? I mean, you can talk to the front desk people and be like, hey, where do I go? Like, you know, where are the walking tours or what are the big things to go see or where do people go? But the best way to get that information isn't necessarily from them. Yeah, they're, they're from there. They're local. But it's from the people that have actually out been in the city that are kind of traveling like you are that kind of want to see the same shit. And you're like, fuck, well, let's all go out. And now you feel actually a little bit not you still have to be a little bit wary, right? Because you're traveling. For sure. Um, but And you always should be. Yeah. But you're still in a group of people that you're all traveling, you're all doing things, and now you're a little bit more safe. Right. Right. Um, and the social aspect, I've met a ton of cool people like that, people that I've still kept in touch with, that I talk to, um, and be like, oh, hey, hey I'm going to go back there again. Like, where are you, you know, where are you at? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Or you can become friends with them and like you can go visit their city, you know? Yep. But it's, it's a big social aspect and it makes you feel a little bit more at ease and you get to meet a ton of fucking cool people that you would have never gotten to meet otherwise if you're staying in a hotel. And that's the thing too is that it's a lot of like-minded people yeah. because they're also doing the same thing that you're doing. Yes. They want to experience the same things you're doing yeah. and they're there for social interactions as well. Exactly. It's so huge. So, yeah, massive, a lot of cool friends that I've met that way. Um, and there also can be some bad things. And hit me with some bad. So there are a couple stories. There's one. So we were in Switzerland. We were in, uh, fuck, what was this town called? Doesn't matter. Not, not really important. I think it was like Interlaken or something like that. Um, and so we drove. It was, we got there. We got to the hostel. It was a nice hostel, like really, really nice. And so me and my buddy were just like, we're just hanging out. We're just kind of chilling, like, you know, resting up. We're about to go have dinner. We meet one of the other guys. Guy comes in. And he, totally normal guy. He just got done from hiking and shit. Smelled fucking terrible, though. <laughs> of course, fair. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> please tell me you're gonna shower or something," you know. <laughs> Which he does. Like, and he was. He ended up t- being totally cool. We leave. We go out. You know, have a couple drinks, whatever. Come back later on in the night. Still haven't seen this other person because they said that there was gonna be another person there. This dude comes in at like eleven thirty or something like that. Maybe midnight because we were pretty tired we were just like let's have let's go to let's go to bed or whatever and we have a pretty early day the next day this guy comes in he's pushing 350 okay big so he's, dude. he's a big boy big boy right and in my head i'm like this motherfucker is gonna snore so much it's gonna be loud as shit he comes in he doesn't even say anything starts grunting or whatever <laughs> i'm like why is this guy grunting so much <laughs> he goes to lay down and I'm still awake at this point. You know, I'm just kind of like on my phone, um, like looking up shit. And he falls asleep within maybe a minute, minute and a half, like just passes the fuck out. Lo and behold, he's snoring up a fucking storm, right? Oh. And I'm like, okay, this has to stop at some point, right? No. no definitely not. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I'm snoring, you're not sleeping. <laughs> so I turn up my headphones all the way. I'm like, man, I'm just going to try to like ride this out or whatever. And it just gets louder and louder. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm like texting Abel. I'm like, bro, can you hear this? And he's like, fuck yeah, I can hear this. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, God damn it. I have to get out of here. So it was like before I got up, it was like two and a half hours, three hours of him just snoring. I couldn't sleep through it. Like there was, yeah. it was impossible for me. So you get people like that and it, it wasn't any fault of his own, but it just sucked. Yeah. Right? It's, it's literally not the person's yeah. fault. He's not trying to be a dickhead. Yeah. But at the same time, that's one where flexibility yeah. maybe gave you a little bit cheaper. But mm-hmm. now you're dealing with other people, you know, you, you know, other people's health or whatever's going on. Um, it's so just I, other people. Yeah. So I slept in the fucking car the rest of the night. Yeah. I had to. There so, was no other way. Again, that's one time where flexibility bitch in the ass, yeah, right? Because exactly. that would have never happened in a hotel room. Yeah. No. But there's been more stories 
that have been pleasant and better than there have been bad. So I'm going to, I'm going to one up your social story here okay. because this is how, this is what I think of hostels every time I, anytime someone thinks of the Eli Roth movie, right? Oh, yeah. it's people out there killing. Yeah. We were in, uh, I was with my friend, Sammy, shout out Sammy. And we were in, um, Paris mm-hmm. at the generator hostel, great location, beautiful spot. And they have a cool uh, multi-level hostel, right? So yep. there's, um, your rooms are on one side. They have a bar, by the way. Don't ever go into a hostel if it doesn't have a bar. It has to have a bar. It has to have a bar. Yep. That's the social hub of the, the hostel. Yeah. And they're so fun. Yeah. And there's sometimes there's DJs in there and stuff. And Okay, yeah. guy. Don't go ahead and steal my thunder <laughs> I'm sorry, now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the bar that we're staying in has a basement bar. Yeah. So it's like basically like a cave kind of shit, like cut out in the, it's a cool spot, right? So we get up there and the first night I'm talking to the bartender, Hey, where should we hit? You know, you're getting locals telling you where to go. You're meeting people down there. We end up going out and finding some cool spots, like really cool spots. The next night we were kind of, or maybe it was two nights later, whatever. They, they uh, have a DJ in the building. And so I was like, Oh shit, I got to check this out. They have a little dance floor down there with the same bar that we'd been seeing. And, uh, the dude's playing some cool music, but he's, it's definitely more of a um, electronic music feel. And for travelers in general, you're always going to be safe with like top 40. Yeah. You're always going to be safe with that. And so he was not really getting the crowd going, you know? So I just went up to him and I was, I was not trying to be condescending or anything like that at all. I was trying to be very nice, but I was like, yo man, I'm also a DJ. Uh, If you want to take a piss break, you know, I'll jump on for a little bit. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, how you are you sure you know how to use this? Which, fair enough, a lot of people say their DJs and are full of shit. Or, yeah. like, you know, he's just conning me or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, bro, like, uh, if you're cool with it, like, you can stick around and then go grab a drink or, you know, take a piss or whatever. So he's like, yeah, go ahead. Man, I got on this thing, and this motherfucker didn't come back for 45 minutes. But I had that dance floor rocking. Did you? I was getting to the point where I was running out of songs on his computer because I'm like, shit. <laughs> what I am I going to play? <laughs> I don't even know what this guy's got, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was a blast. Um, the bartender was like, dude, you're the dude from the other night. Like, that's so cool that you played. Like, here, let me get you a couple of drinks for free. Yeah. And then we ended up going out with people that, you know, had seen that. And it was an absolute blast. So I would definitely say, yes, there are the horror stories, not like the movie, but, you know, Shit happens. Just social aspects of things that you, you know, normal. But you could definitely have a bad night in the hotel as well. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I've definitely had bad nights in the hotel. So so back on this, though. Hostels, you and I both co-sign on those big times. Hostels, number one. Number one, for the social aspect, you're meeting new people, especially, especially if you're traveling alone, which I know is a lot of people's big fear. Yeah. And they're cheaper, which is another big fear. Mm. Just go to the hostel. And if you're traveling alone, definitely tell... Your loved ones, where whoever you know, like where you're going ahead oh, of time. Oh yeah, you have That's, to. And now there's like find my iPhone. Always keep that tracking stuff on because if you're traveling and you're already wary, have it on. Be precautious. And especially if you're a worry wart, and if you're one of the people that's very worried about getting pickpocketed or any of that type of stuff, they make the Apple AirPod tags now. Is yeah. that what they're called? Yeah. Or Apple Air, tags. Air tags, something like that. Yeah. Buy a ten pack of them. It's not that expensive, and stick them on everything in the least you know, sus- you know. suspect spot. Great. Yeah. I've never been pickpocketed or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I know there's a lot of people that worry about it. Yeah, definitely. So um, would you take a hotel or Airbnb next? I'd go Airbnb. Yeah. So hotels are the bottom, right? Hotels are bottom. It's like kind of like that last ditch resort. They're the most expensive. Yeah. But they're probably the most safe for your sleep. Yes. You're not, you know, you're not going to get robbed in mm-hmm. the hotel. 
but you're, I mean, you're not going to get robbed. You're not going to get robbed. You're going to get robbed on your budget. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm steering absolutely clear of hotels if at all possible. If Mm -hmm. it's a one night thing where you're just trying to lay over or something and maybe there's not a hostel that's easily accessible. Yeah. Okay. But for the most part, I am not worried about a hotel at all. Yeah. Especially if you're in Europe, I can't speak for Africa or Asia. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Never we haven't been. been there, so maybe it's a little bit different there, but in Europe, for sure. Um, I will say if you're traveling with a group of people, Airbnb is 1,000% the way to go. I had one in a couple of them in Italy and also a couple in um, where else were, oh Germany, and it was prime. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't say anything better about that. Um, you got anything else on host, hostel, hostels and hotels? No, nah, not really, um, especially like when I'm traveling for – Cause I don't like to really travel on a timeline, you know. I, I like it's structured where I have to be at one place from one. You place want a freestyle, yeah. Bit. So I don't really book out my hostels like that because there's so many of them available, especially in Europe. So you have a multitude of options. You can if you want to, if you already know, and, and it makes you feel safer, makes you feel more comfortable. And we know that uh, Darren and I are very similar in the way that we kind of are structure free as where we're going. Mm-hmm. There are people that we understand want to have their very structured, you know, timeline of where they're going to be, mm-hmm. how they're going to go. Um, I can say hostels.com, great selection, mm-hmm. and you can see photos, reviews. Always check the reviews. Um, some people will have great photos yep. and then you get there and it's a shithole. That's because it's great photography. Yeah. Um, the reviews won't lie to you. You no, know, if won't. someone's got 400 reviews and they're all 4.7 yeah. out of five stars, you're, you can trust that spot. You're good to go. And uh, as he was saying, if you, I kind of want to play it by ear, but there are certain hostels that do get booked out. Or if you're going during a very popular time, don't be in Ireland during St. Patrick's Day and think that you're going to walk up to a hostel in yeah. Dublin. Yeah, Toberfest. Exactly. exactly. Big events like that. So if you're going around like a festival or a holiday or something like that, you might want to be a little bit more structured. But if you're just going, yeah, you're probably going to be fine just picking up a spot, you know. Yeah, and going from Just there. showing up, yeah. Yep. yep. So, okay, so you've you've gotten your trip planned. Mm-hmm. You've gotten there. Yep. You're checked into your hostel. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the first thing you're hitting when you want to go out? I'm fucking hungry. Oh, he's hungry. <laughs> he's a hungry guy. <laughs> and I'll tell you, this guy gets hungry. Yeah, so I like to... Again with the hostel, I'm like, where did you guys go eat? You know, like, where's what's the go-to spot here? The and hostel really is your social hub for information as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, you can rely on Yelp so much and whatever else, but and I ha- I will look up places like maybe there's like a a bigger restaurant that I've always kind of wanted to go to because you know I'm kind of like a. A foodie. Uh, a foodie, I guess. He's going to say it. Yeah, fuck, I hate saying that term, though, but I just like to eat. You're such a foodie. <laughs> so some people call it foodie. Some people call it fat fuck. He's both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's my hobby. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I like to go. I want to go eat. That's my first thing. I'll stop, shower, get, you know, get ready. Let's go eat. Um. And then I'll, I'll go find a good restaurant. But I like to go to a local spot. That's my thing. So uh, let me ask you this. You're in a foreign country. You've probably never been there before. Mm-hmm. What's your best way to find spots that are not, one, tourist traps, and two, mm-hmm. not um, what I would call like a fast food gimmick, like a Red Robin or a, you know, Yeah, Olive like fast Garden. casual kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. listen, I'm not trying to shit on no restaurants, but fuck Applebee's, fuck Red Robin, all of those style of restaurants, like, no. Those, that's not what mom and pop shit is. No. Like I want something that's, you know, the, the mom and dad literally own the restaurant Yeah, and their kids probably work there. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the restaurants I want to go to. Yeah. So you kind of have to go off of the beaten path a little bit, you okay. know? Um, and probably the first thing I will ask is the person that's at the front counter. I'm like, Hey, like, you know, what's a good spot here? Cause you are local. 
you, yep. you are from here, you know, a general consensus of like what good food is. Um, so I'll do that. I will look online at that point and then I'll kind of just explore, you know, that's, I like to just go and like see where the fuck the, the town is, get a layout. Have you going. ever, have you ever pre-planned restaurants before you get to a location or like had an I, idea that you would want to hit them? Yeah. I've had an idea, but like, oh, this would be cool if we have time. Yeah. You know, but I'm not like, fuck my days ruined if I didn't go to the restaurant. Again, the structure, right? Yeah. yeah. I will say when we went to Paris, uh, Sammy had a spot she had found, I think on Instagram mm -hmm. called Holy Belly. Yeah. Holy Belly. Holy Belly, I believe is what it's called. It was a breakfast restaurant. And of course, when she told me this, I'm like, dude, we're in Paris. Who gives a fuck about some Instagram post you saw? Yeah. I will definitely take my pride and shove that right back where it came from <laughs> because Holy Belly was slapping was it and it was absolutely mom and pop it yep. was a restaurant that was kind of like narrow but very long the building mm -hmm. and the walls were like all overgrown with ivy on the inside and it just had a very cool unique vibe yeah. very small menu yeah but everything on it was literally to die for i had the best poached eggs i've ever had there Shit. it was fucking good speaking of instagram though there's a little uh tip here um if you're not really you know trusting yelp or whatever trip advisor and you don't really know too many spots there is this thing that you can go do if you type in the place, like let's say New York, right? I'm going to type in New York and then I'm going to, that's my search feature. I go, there's like top, there's account, there's tags also, and then there's places. So you click on places and then you click on New York City again. And then there's like, it'll show you the map kind of on the, on this, on the search feature. And you click on that and there's, it'll say a guide. And so actual Instagram users will give you guides of like, oh, here are my kind of like influencers a little bit. But like it's a lot of like photographers and like people that kind of know this. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I've never heard of this. You haven't? No. I, can, I can show you um, afterwards or like yes. here in a second if you bring your phone or whatever. But you click on that and then it'll give you guides of like here are the seven best like scenic spots of, you know, to see the city or here are like my best coffee spots or here are my best, like, it's just kind of like a tour guide type thing. Yeah. And I feel like that's also kind of like a, um, insider's review. If they're going mm -hmm. to the, through the trouble of making a video or content about these places, yeah. it's probably worth a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, you haven't heard of that before? Never. I mean, I've used the tags and yeah. I've used places, but never the, the guides. Yeah. So you just click on the map and it'll say guide for this city in general, but it'll just be a broad overlay of different things that you can go do. So it's, it's pretty cool. I'll show you. Yeah, I definitely need to check that out. Yeah. I've actually never heard of this. <laughs> so you like, you just type in the city and the search feature, you go to the places, which is on the top right. You click on that again, and then it'll give you like this uh, viewpoint or this waypoint and you click on that and it'll say guide. So at least you can check stuff out before you get there. Then. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So with the food, what's the uh, country or city you've had the best food experiences in? Ooh, the best food experiences. Um, so I really liked eating at... Prague was probably one of my favorites. Yeah, I loved eating there. Um, I also really liked going uh, Italy. Italy, of course, pasta, everything like that. Florence was one of my favorites. I did not have a single bad meal in all of Italy. Yeah, well, I did. Want, I had I had a tourist trap in Milan. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said that. Yeah. Okay. Go Th ahead. This will make you giggle. What? I had been telling my aunt when we were in Italy that how much I love sushi. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I've never had sushi before. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go find some sushi. Mind you, we're in Rome. Fuck. So there is a Jewish district in Italy yeah. or in Rome. And I saw that they had a sushi spot and it was kosher. Yeah. I'm like, well, fuck, this sounds kind of cool. This is, this is either going to be hit or miss. Mm -hmm. 
It was a fucking huge miss. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I don't. My, I don't doubt it. My aunt was like, "This might be the worst food I've ever tried." I'm like, "No, no, no. This is terrible. Don't judge this sushi on yeah. Italian kosher Jewish sushi." <laughs> Fuck, man. It was bad. What did you have? Uh, Do you remember? No, it was like one bite of something, and yeah. then we left. Yeah, it was really bad. It was that bad. It, no, like literally the worst sushi <laughs> I've ever. It was. It was worse than the Robo sushi, dude. I'm not even thinking about sushi in Italy. Neither was I, but it, it would just. I don't know, dude. It was. <laughs> I had a brain fart. Let's go, let's go fucking have sushi. I had a brain fart, my guy. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Um, Italian, Roman, Jewish, kosher sushi. Don't do it. Take it off the fucking list. Don't do it. But other than that, every food spot that we went to was amazing. I mean, the pizza's great. I'm a, I'm a pasta whore, so. Yeah. Ooh, that a, was, you got to get a classic margarita pizza. Oh, oh, the yeah. margarita is the pizza. Exactly. It's so fucking good, too. I love those. Um, yeah, I had no, no problems finding good food. Least favorite place you had food at though? Least favorite place. I don't know if I have a least favorite place, but what? it did suck in London for me, myself. You had a bad, a bad, experience. A bad experience. I couldn't find good fish and chips. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? It was all way too oily, too salty. It was overcooked. Like it was, I was like, man, you're fucking up fish and chips. I know I might hurt a lot of people's feelings right now. But my least favorite city that I've traveled to, major city. Yeah. And the worst food. Yeah. And the shittiest people. And the worst service. Ooh. All okay. were from the same spot. Where is this? Heartbreak. Where? Paris. That uh, doesn't surprise me. The whole city can fucking burn yeah. to the ground. Doesn't surprise me. I didn't like Paris. I didn't mean it like that. It's a, It's got very cool stuff. The Louvre, the tourist yeah. attractions were very cool. Got Culturally, to to history. Yeah. You know, people yeah. wise, they're the rudest fuckers I've ever met in my whole life. And I was trying my absolute hardest not to be the shitty, ignorant American. Yeah. Uh, I have nothing nice to say about Parisians. Nothing. <laughs> as soon as I got outside the city, the pe the French people like yeah. that were not in Paris were amazing. Loved them. Yeah. Like Southern France. I've been to Southern France, like Marseille. Yeah. I was amazing. Western France yeah, yeah. and it was yeah super nice, but that's just another thing to keep in mind. There are places that are like Paris is known to be snooty. It's it. Yeah. That's kind of the stereotype, right? They said they were telling me that like people in Paris, like the Parisians don't even really fuck with other French people. They're like, oh, you're not Parisian. Fuck off. Yeah. You're fucking. They're too good. Shit, yeah. Um, so while we're on the food topic, though, yeah. I also have drinks and nightlife. What mm -hmm. are you looking for? How are you finding your spots? How am I finding my spots? That's the same thing again. Like I'm asking the local people, right? You have to know. You, I'm asking if the people have been at the hostel already. Like I'm like, where did you guys go out last night? Fuck it. I'll, I'll go. And no, was it go good get, or was yeah, it bad? You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. And here's one thing I'll say. If you're not getting your information from the locals or your hostels or asking people, I can guarantee you what you're going to run into. Tourist traps yeah. and places that you don't want to be at because they're, they're in great locations though. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you want to see true um like like a sports bar or something you know something that's off the beaten path a little bit you're not going to be on the main street in paris no you're, you're going to be no. you know miles away in another neighborhood and that's where you really want to be yeah my first time traveling also like when i was looking up bars and clubs and shit um i was on google right and i'm like best nightclub in fucking london or oh. best nightclub in milan yep and i'm like and then i'm like oh shit this has like one of the best reviews or like whatever and then i go there and i'm fucking disappointed because it sucked dick so first things first with the googling things hey it's a google's a great resource we use it for everything right yeah i'll tell you what though 
someone can pay to have their shit pop up first. Yep. It's and all about ads. that is one of the biggest things is that if you're going to use those sites, that's fine. Take those with a grain of salt and be very wary of anything that's got the ad next to it. Or if it, if you're not clicking on the website itself, if it's just auto populated within the Google searches, yeah. cause I'm going to tell you some of the spots that are popping up, they're just paying money and their spots are trash. Yeah. I've, I've been burned couple times doing that and i'm like i'm never never again i can't do this and that's a live and learn type yeah. situation it, it really is so you might not listen to us and you might pop up in the same thing and then we'll be like well another <laughs> thing know. that i would say too is if if you do know you're going to certain cities for instance let's say you're going to london yeah and you have friends that have been there in london and they've already done it ask people that have already been there even if they're not there right now yeah they know like hey dude i went to this spot it was really cool or i went to a spot and it was it was the number one nightclub in all of London. And then you got there and it was a shit show. Mm-hmm. Just not your vibe, not cool music. It wasn't even busy, you yeah. know, things like that. You'll learn a lot from asking other people that have traveled, which is kind of why we wanted to do this podcast in the first place. Yeah, seriously. Well, that same thing happened because I was, we went to London for, well, we went to originally, uh, we went to England originally. We went to the, wanted to go to the Manchester United game. So we were in London for New Year's Eve. We didn't really have any plans, right? And it was all like last minute shit and we're like what the fuck is there to do so i'm googling stuff i'm like i didn't have time to really ask anybody and we overpaid we paid like a hundred dollars to go to this fucking spot and it was like wow dude this fucking blows so this is one of the very few things where i would say being pre-planned can save you money yeah because if you kind of know like hey these are the clubs that i want to go to or the bars or whatever instead of waiting till the last minute to try to be like oh i want to get in anytime where you're getting it again he was talking about new year's eve you're you could potentially run into sold out events. Yeah. If he would have bought a ticket beforehand, he probably could have got right in. So flexibility always helps you, except for in the very few occasions when it doesn't. Yeah. It's always much better to be flexible. But and again, even he could have been like, well, I don't want to pay to get in here. But it's New Year's Eve. You want to go out and party. Yeah. Exactly. So on those very few instances where it doesn't, um, the good always overrules the bad, though, where being flexible will help you out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so we've got food. We've got our drinks. Um, how about your places that you're going? Why did you go to these countries in the first place? The big, iconic spots. Um, In the beginning, for me, like, especially going to Europe, you know, you, you want to go see Big Ben, right? You In London. For sure. You want to go see the Eiffel Tower. You want to go see the Colosseum. You want to go see these big architectural feats. And these historical monuments or some place that has like a cultural history, right? Yeah, they're things that seem larger than life. Exactly. So um, when I'm going to Croatia or in general, I wanted to go. I've never seen the Roman Colosseum over there in Pula, which is in northern uh, Croatia. I think so quick little history lessons for those of you that don't know. Yeah. Rome was a huge, huge, huge area that mm-hmm. wasn't just in what we consider Rome Italy today, it expanded obviously huge amounts of Europe, yeah. all the way up into London, all the way down to Croatia, and they built, you know, into Roman, Africa. Yeah, into yeah. Africa. So you can see Roman architecture just for those who get confused where he's saying there's a Roman Colosseum in Croatia. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is. It is not the Roman Colosseum in Rome. Yeah, yeah. So just yeah. to go off. <laughs> yeah, that. that's that's a good point. I guess a lot of people wouldn't really know that. And then that's, you know, that's basically the reason I'm going there. But for me, myself now, I, I just go there because I want to fucking go see the country. I want to go see the people. I want to go learn their history, learn what they're about, what they like to do, like what they eat or just how they live life, right? So the culture. Yeah. Um, it's not so much anymore as because I've seen a lot of these things, the big uh, monuments and stuff. But 
in the beginning, yes, I want to go see. I want to go see the tour shit. I'm gonna be there for what, like an hour. Go see it. I'll go see Big Ben. Oh, cool. Get a snapshot picture. Yeah, and then like learn a little bit more about it, and then I'm like, okay, let me go see how the rest of the life is here. And the thing is, is that um, a lot of people definitely want to try to shit on like the tourist attractions. Like, oh, you went to Paris just to see the Love Lock Bridge. Okay, well, fuck it. That's what I wanted to see. Like, mm-hmm. no, me personally, I'm not going there to see that, but I'm not shitting on anyone that does. Maybe that they think that's really cool. Yeah. The Eiffel Tower is absolutely stunningly beautiful. I'm not going to sit there for eight hours, though. No. It's cool. I saw it. I want to take my picture. Um, I want to, as you said, maybe I'll go up in it. I want to learn about it. Yeah. But then, like, let me go get back into the culture of doing stuff. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with seeing the tourist attractions. That's the reason why they are so world famous. And I'll tell you what. After the first time I had seen it, you know, like, uh, it was like Big Ben and like the Ferris wheel that's in London. Yep. And then I saw him in the Spider-Man movie. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. I, I was there. I've yeah. been right there. <laughs> that's a cool moment to yeah, have, though. When you're is. like, oh, I fucking been right in that same spot. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very cool. I want to ask you on this, though, and maybe not necessarily a tourist attraction, but something that's famous. Is there anything that you've been to that is uh, a big site or, you know, a monument or something like that? And it it did live up to the expectations. It literally blew you away. Take your, took your breath away. Yeah. Um, I would say the, the big one that I can think of off the top of my head. Well, uh, I guess the Mirabelle palace when I was in, uh, Austria and that's in fuck, I think that's in Salzburg. Um, and it's this massive, massive, um, it's a world heritage site and it's just this big fucking castle. Right. And to think that there were kings and fucking queens here and people just, li- it was, it's such a big palace that it was a town within the town, right? Does it feel like almost um, unreal? Yeah, it does. Like, it, it's like when you think of uh, the, the best way I can describe this, at, like when you're watching like fucking Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings or whatever, you know, it's like. You like have those these, medieval times. Yeah, medieval times. Like you have these, all these fucking, I'm like, damn, people really fought with these fucking swords. They really had this armor, this gold plated armor. They had this massive table where they were breaking bread and like, you know, ha- enjoying their festivities and whatever, like celebrations that they had. Like, it was just like, yo, I'm here five centuries later where they literally stepped foot. So you know? and that's another thing too, that especially if you have never traveled, traveled internationally before, you have to remember that the history is so much older than the United States. Yeah. And we're on the West coast. The East coast for us is way older than the West coast. Mm-hmm. And the West, the East coast has nothing on European history. No, like you can go to Croatia and uh, in Dubrovnik uh, where it's also the whole town is a UNESCO world heritage site. You can go to the palace that they have down there. Um, I think it's called the, it's a Renaissance mansion. And I don't remember who the king was at the time, but it doesn't matter. But that was from like the 18th century, 17th century. Like it's fucking wild to think that that was so far back. And those, when you get into that type of stuff, your brain can't actually comprehend it until you get there where you're like, wait, this is how old? Yeah. And this is still standing. Yeah. And it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's still here. Well, like it, uh, Darren had actually showed me the Roman Colosseum that was in Croatia that he was talking about. And I'm like, holy shit. It's way more well-preserved than the Roman Colosseum that's in Rome because it's had one side of it that's been knocked down and pillars have fallen and whatnot. Yeah. The one that's in Croatia is like damn near immaculate. Yeah. It's fully intact for the most part. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's beautiful. And so that's another thing. 
Perfect example. Let me see like, that was built. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything bad about the Roman Colosseum because it in in Rome because it is one of my favorite spots I've been to. I was actually fortunate enough to be there during my for my 30th birthday, and uh, my mom and sister and I took a tour inside, and it was out of this world. But I'll tell you what, if you're mm. flexible and you want to see something that's very similar and probably a lot cheaper, I bet you could get to Croatia and see a Roman Colosseum for a lot less money. Let me tell you when this one was built. You're not uh, going to believe this. We're in what year right now? <laughs> 2022, brother. This was constructed between 27 BC and AD 68. So we're taking 68 and what would you, what'd you say with the other one? Is? 27 BC is when it was started. So, so about a hundred years and this is around the time that Christ was born. Yeah. Like, yo, we don't even think of like that, of being in like our great, 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 great ancestors timelines. And Mm -hmm. you're talking about this thing is still standing. Yeah. That's That's nuts. That's that's biblical times. Yeah. Architecture still up in, in very good condition. Yeah. It's, uh, it still has the four side towers entirely preserved. And is one of the six largest like Roman air arenas still. So, the, still and this is a thing. Like, I'm I'm a really big into travel and into history. I had never seen this until Darren had told me about it. How many other things are out there that we just don't know about because we just mm-hmm. don't know about? Yeah, them? exactly. But you go to some of these other countries that are smaller, um, that maybe don't have the you know the big ones you think about when you go to Europe or Spain. Uh, Germany, mm-hmm. France, Italy. Like, yeah. okay, well, let's go to some of the other ones. Let's go to Hungary. Let's go to, you know, Turkey. Let's go to some of these other Eastern European countries. I guarantee you they have just as much historical stuff and just as much significance. You probably just haven't heard about them. Yeah. So if you're being flexible and you mm-hmm. want to save some money, there's a lot of shit that can be had and had a really good time. Yeah. Like you said, you didn't like Paris as much. And I would be telling you like, okay, if you don't like Paris, go to Prague. It's the Eastern European Paris. As long as they're nice people. They're nice, dude. It's cheap. Nice people. Food is fucking good. People are awesome. You can party for a lot cheaper. Like, it's that same... I had, like, this big fucking, like... It was a hearty meal, but it was, like, pork schnitzel and a bunch of shit. and And, like, four beers for $20. So, again, we'll go back to your story where you and Abel were in Switzerland yeah. and you had two hamburgers and a, for a, 60 bucks and a Coke each. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are going, God damn. And I have this full plate fucking meal and four plus beers for $20. Yeah, and that's yeah. the difference right there. You know, there's countries that are just, they're a lot cheaper to go visit mm-hmm. and your money's going to go a whole lot farther. Now, maybe you're not going to the spots where you saw on your friend's Instagram account yeah. or the travel website. Yeah, but they're just as, they're beautiful. It's, yeah. It, yeah. I've never gone to a spot where I can't have fun though. I feel like a lot of that is the mentality. It really is. Like, yeah. I feel like I could go anywhere and have a I good time. I can go to Lithuania and have a blast. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Another thing that I was going to ask you is, okay, we have our tourist attractions that everybody knows about, you know, the Eiffel Tower, Big Ben, da-da-da-da. Yeah. What about if you wanted to go see stuff that you don't know about and you want to learn? What are what are ways that while you're there, you can go find things that you don't know about? You can go find things that you don't know about. Outside of maybe like the just asking people, like what's a good way for you to go explore? Do you just go out and set out and try to find stuff? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I kind of just see where it takes me, right? Um and, you know, you'll, you can kind of see, like, the way that the city is laid out or, like, I'll look at the map and be like, oh, shit, this is cool. I've never heard about this. So I'll go there. I always like to have, like, a local map of the area. Um, and as well, there's a, walking, there's a walking tour guide. 
on a lot of these places that will have that. And that's also another great play, great way to meet other like-minded people. For sure. So, know? and that was leading to this. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about tours? Like paid tours? The walking one is probably my favorite because it's a lot more in depth. You do, you learn so much history. Yeah. You're walking, you, you walk quite a bit. It's like five, six miles sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely pack something. You will stop at other places to go eat like as a group. Um, the bus tours I'm not as much into or like these other like kind of bigger excursions that you go into. Right. Um, I'm not as big of a fan on that and I'm not knocking anybody that does that. It's cool. But you just kind of see quick snippets of, of stuff. Right. You kind of want to get a little bit more in depth. Yeah. So for me, if I have the time, I'm definitely going to take a walking tour. And like there's a lot of these cities that have underground cities within them. Um, and like you get to see a lot more of the architecture, the art, you know, what the thinking was back then, you know, and it's just like, fuck, I'm like walking through this town that was built in the 13th century. And I'm walking this town where every, you know, they walked at that same time where they built this stuff. And it's and I'm just still I'm, the same roads. Or yeah, cobblestones. yeah. I'm just in awe. At the, I'm literally here when they paved the way for quote unquote civilization, you know? Yeah. The one I will say is, and it kind of goes back to a spot that has like blown you away for me. I did take a tour, a guided tour to go see the D-Day beaches in France. Yeah. So it was about a two, three hour drive, I think, um, from Paris. And it was expensive for my budget that I had, but it was definitely on my bucket list item. And those are another thing that we should talk about is um, if it's something that you absolutely 100% want to see, set your budget so that it it fits that. Yeah. Because I definitely want to see the D-Day beaches and I almost didn't go because it was expensive. Mm. And I pulled the trigger finally. And so happy I did because that was one of the few spots I can actually say like, yo, I, I started crying just being there. Yeah. It was amazing to see. Um, and, and I'm such a history buff, especially World War II, to see these sites that I've read about all these times, you know, knowing what I know now, I would have paid what I paid for the whole trip to go have that same moment again. Mm-hmm. Like it was unbelievable. And the tour guides that we had, I went and uh, did an English speaking tour. So it was pretty much only Americans and Canadians that were on the trip. But to also have someone that was speaking English and could give the history about where we were and all those things, it was absolutely amazing. So definitely, if you have your bucket list items, if the Eiffel Tower is your bucket list item, by all means, make sure that you, you know, have the budget to go do those things. Obviously, the Eiffel Tower is pretty much free. You can just go. But maybe you want to go up in it. And that's, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Make that, if that's really top on your list, go make sure that you can do those things, you know? Yeah. Because... What's the point of traveling if you're not doing the shit that you want to see anyways, you know? Exactly. So as I like to do, and I pr- probably Darren, maybe less so because he's seen a lot more of the stuff, but like I try to build my trip around a couple of items that I can't miss. Like they're, I can't, I can't, I can't compromise with these. I definitely want to see the Roman Coliseum. I definitely want to see the D-Day beaches. I definitely wanted to go to Oktoberfest. That's what I built my entire trip around. And then I kind of planned from there. Yeah. But yeah. those things, I'm like, yo, if that's what you want to do, Sometimes they are absolutely worth what you thought they were going to be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the other things that I had for you is uh, getting around. Once you're in the city, how are you getting around? Because a lot of people, a lot of people would think the first thing you're going to do is rent a car. Fuck, that's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. It's We've bad both idea. been there. Yeah, that's a terrible, terrible idea. Unless the only way I can say this is if you absolutely know what the fuck you're doing. And I would say speak the language. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. But still no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can't read a fucking sign. <laughs> Which I could not read an Italian <laughs> sign to save my ass. Yeah. And we had, like, shout out to my cousin Daniel. God bless his soul. We had a terrible, 
terrible experience getting stuck in a freeway toll booth oh. in Italy trying to get a hot dude. They have tolls at every exit, so you have to pay to get on and off the freeway. Yeah. We could not figure out what lane to get in. And the guy's basically barking at us in Italian and the intercom. And we have a line of cars backed up on the freeway Fuck. behind us. Yeah, I literally had traffic. to get my dumb ass out of the car and be like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I, ho- I hope you fucking speak English. Luckily they did. And we got the couple of cars to like give us enough room that we could back up and get in the other lane. It was bad. Yeah. But so, yeah. <laughs> cars. Are, no, don't rent a car. Especially <laughs> if you don't feel comfortable driving in a completely different fucking country yeah where where the laws are not always the same driving yeah exactly you have to brush up on that stuff if that's something you're gonna go do um because i have i mean i crashed my car a couple times you crashed the rental car i crashed the rental car oh so this was 2019 um i'm like yeah let's like because i didn't want to um fly everywhere because i carried quite a few bags because it was a longer trip it's like a three-week trip or something like that. Which I would say that if this is the the context of it, mm-hmm. if you have luggage and stuff, maybe it makes sense to rent a car, mm-hmm. but also very much try not to do that yeah. still. <laughs> exactly. Normally, I pack light, but for this trip, it was a little bit longer, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to a bunch of different spots, you know, um, weather changed and everything. So I brought, I, I did overpack for sure, but I was thinking about getting a car anyways, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get the car. I'm going to pack more. It's fine. Hold on, I just have to interrupt you for one second. I know what happened. He had the classic meme where he was like, well, might shit my pants on day one, better bring an extra pair of underwear. Well, might shit my pants on day two, better bring it. That's definitely it. I'm, I'm like, so sorry. I just saw that meme and it, I, I was dying laughing on it. So, fuck. So, yeah. So, I get the car and me being, oh, man, because it was, I got the car in Germany. I was just going to get like, you know, something small, nothing crazy. Um, and then the fucking guy, he upsold the shit out of me. Oh no. He's like, Hey man, you want to get an extra $10 a day and you can get this Mercedes Benz E class. Oh, and I'm like, Oh, I love that. I really like the sound of that. You fell for it. Yeah. I fucking fell for it. And he's like, man, when he said E class, like, you know, the luxury car, like you have everything in there, heated seats, heating steering wheels. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to ball out in Germany. Hey, for all that time, he's going to be spending in the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> but, and then also it's like. I don't want to have a rinky dink car like when I'm driving in the Autobahn. There's no speed limit. Yeah. So I was hauling ass on that thing. For sure. And that car was perfect for Germany. Don't get me wrong. German highways, the Autobahn, one of the safest way, ways to drive. I was going like 160 plus. It was fucking cool, right? Yeah. That's not the case when you get to Italy. <laughs> Those roadways are like our sidewalk here. Dude, they yeah. are tight. They're tiny. And you have three to four almost cars like in a two-lane road essentially with mopeds with those smaller cars and i felt like i was driving a fucking tank yeah let's i mean let's talk about the mopeds yeah oh man they don't give a fuck they'll weave in and out in and out and and this is another thing like i'm not shitting on anybody's uh city's mode of transportation because obviously there's a shitload of people they got to get around but as a tourist or a foreigner in those countries if you don't know i'll tell you right now if i would have been driving the car in italy or in paris i would have for sure had a body count on me (laughs) Yeah, leaving the the Paris airport or or flying in when we took our our taxi to the hostel. Yeah, dude, there was seven hundred of these little mopeds cruising in and out of packed traffic to the point where like I'm like, dude, don't change lanes, don't fucking change lanes. Yeah, please God, don't change lanes. You're gonna kill somebody. Yeah, and he's like, it's okay, they'll move. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, all right, dude. I'm just gonna close my eyes. You do you, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a different world over there, and you get into some of the little cities or towns. 
the the roads are not joking one-way roads that are two-way streets and like we're saying these cities and towns were built in 18th century <laughs> they were made for fucking horses is what we're trying yeah, to tell these, you these were not made for cars um so yeah i crashed my car a couple times so okay let's let's specifically how are you crashing is it was it your fault first of all 100 percent my fault oh god 100 yeah, go ahead and elaborate on that for me <laughs> so okay so we we were going into florence and florence is you know an ancient city small roadways are really really tiny i'm looking for this hotel and i'm like fuck man where's this thing at so i'm calling the hotel and they're like yeah you have to go and meet our guy at this garage and then he'll take your car to the hotel and then he'll take the car back which was i was like what the fuck this is sketchy to i'm just gonna say this sounds sus yeah (laughs) like i'm like wait what do you mean i have to go meet a guy at a garage and he'll take my car and (laughs) And he will take your car to another guy who'll come back and give you a good deal (laughs) yeah exactly also give me all your euro (laughs) So I'm like, okay, fuck it. So what ended up, when it, what ends up happening is, you know, Florence is an ancient city. I'm driving through the middle of this town and it's a you know, another UNESCO heritage site. And I'm literally going into the, like where the cathedral's at and you're not supposed to drive in there at all. Oh yeah. Like the Duomo. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's staring at me. I'm like, wait, why aren't there any cars out here? Like no one's driving. As Darren's just whipping like it's Grand Theft Auto <laughs> yeah. 5. And I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Like everyone's staring at me hardcore. Like I just spit on their grandmother, mm. you know, mm. like it was, oh man, it was bad. So like I got the fuck out of there. And as I was turning, I scraped the whole side of the bends because the lane, the, um, there was these two pillars and I'm trying to turn. It was like a corner and they're vi- like, it was very, very small. Like, I, like I'm telling you, it was from, um, side mirror to side mirror i had maybe like oh so three you, inches of space and i'm trying to take a left turn and i'm driving a tank right this thing is like fucking almost 18 feet long it's something seemed like i'm like dude he's got a semi mercedes <laughs> dude i'm gonna fucking yeah i can't get out of here and so like i'm just like fuck it dude i'm just i have to i can't like i'm literally backing up everybody everybody's like staring at me yelling at me flipping me the bird like whatever it is and i'm just like fuck it i'm just, i scraped the whole fucking side of it we get to the guy and he starts laughing. He's like, you fucking morons. Why were you over there? Yeah. And I was like, dude, I didn't know. And he's like, there's signs everywhere. And I'm like, dude, I didn't. I also, I don't it. read Italian. So yeah. sorry, dude. Exactly. So yeah, know the signs. If you're going to drive, get a small car. Just don't drive. Yeah. Don't, but, but don't drive. That's yeah. like the biggest thing I would say too is also we rented a car through all Italy and we dropped that thing off the second we could. Dude, I could, didn't want to get, I wanted to get rid of that car so fast. It's, it's also in your situation. Uh, Italians when yelling is mm. very scary. I was scared. Germans when they're yelling is very scary. Parisians or French people when they're scaring or yelling is just laughable. It's like, dude, shut up. Yeah. You're the whole language just sounds laughable. Yeah. If we're being honest, I know, right? I'm like, oh yeah, dude, hell yeah, bro. Oh, hell Have yeah, a good man. one, dude. High five, man. They're pissed as shit. Yeah. So the best way to get around is train. Yes, train. Public transportation is phenomenal in Europe. Especially, um, and I can't speak on Eastern Europe as much, but Western Europe, holy fuck, dude. In Munich, it's the it was the easiest shit. I had the entire system figured out in about eight hours. Yeah. Paris, was, also, I shit on them a lot. One of the best, if not the best, actually, public transportation systems. You can get on a subway or a train anywhere to get you... like. We went to the Paris Saint Germain game. Yeah. It was out in another neighborhood. So to put it in local terms, if you were in Seattle, it'd be like getting to, um, oh, not quite Bellingham. It's not like an hour away, but it was you know 
It was a ways away. Bellevue, maybe. Like Everett or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Tacoma. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, we got on one train from the, the train stop that was 10 feet outside the front door of our hostel, and we were at the game. No, no problems getting there. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. So public transportation all the way. As how about, well, how about Apple, Uber and Lyft? Hard to get to. Okay. Um, London had very, very sporadic ones because of the... The the taxi companies have a monopoly on it. They don't want to lose their jobs. You know that's a big that's a big thing over there. Huge thing. And yeah. how do you feel about taxis? Can be sketchy, and they definitely will overcharge you if they know that you're just some tourist piece of shit that you know won't know any any better. If you don't know no better, you're yeah. getting taken advantage of. Yeah, exactly. Um, and sometimes these clubs pay for these taxis to take you to like a round trip kind of thing. Be like, hey, you know. Uh, the club promoter will pay for the for the taxi get by to take you somewhere else instead of where you actually want to go. So make sure this this it sounds scarier than what it is, but make sure that you are actually heading to where you're fucking heading. Listen, if you've been to Las Vegas and if you ha- have ever frequented a strip club, I'm going to let you know that he's not bullshitting right now because every taxi company that's in Las Vegas gets paid a like basically a little premium if they take a guest to a strip club. Yeah. It's not unheard of. They get they're literally promoted through the strip clubs or even some of the nightclubs. That's a thing. So just know that if those are the types of places that you're going to, also you can get deals on those things. Yeah, you can. And, you know, like if you're going to a nightclub, there's taxis that'll give you free rides sometimes if you want to go to these places. Yeah. Just like a strip club in Las Vegas. Just I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. That's actually a thing. So you can get taxed for it or you can actually make a deal on it if that's where you're truly going and you want and you already know that that's the spot. Yeah, if you're flexible. You know, being yeah. again, being flexible about it and knowing some of the stuff uh, moving forward before you get there. Yeah, definitely. Fuck, I had something else to say, but I don't remember. Sorry, dude, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's all good. What about uh, in within country, country to country flights? Um, that can be cheap. So there's like, it's uh, Ryanair is basically their spirit airlines, I guess. And you can go from, I was looking at, London to Brussels was $30. So again, a lot of, I know that a lot of people probably don't know this, but like Western Europe is smaller than the United States combined. Mm -hmm. So it's like getting a flight from Seattle to Portland or even sometimes Seattle to Spokane. You know, it's not, it's not as far as you guys think on a lot of these things. And I'm not trying to talk to anybody like they're dumb, but a lot of people that haven't been there, they're like, wait, you're telling me that this round trip flight is $30. How? Yeah. It, they fly a lot more. Yeah, again, you got to pack light, though. You, yeah, you're not checking five bags. Yeah, no, that's not a thing. You have, to, like, you and your backpack, your carry-on, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which I also would say is a, a huge tip if you can when you're traveling in Europe. Try to pack light anyways. I'm not a big souvenir person. Mm-hmm. If you need something, maybe even think about shipping it back. Yeah, because if you are w- walking around with three, four bags, you're automatically kind of... Uh, you're a target. A target, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. I mean... I don't, I don't want to instill any fear, Yeah, but there are pickpockets. There's yeah. bad neighborhoods in every area, right? Like not to scare anybody, but like if you're walking around with the giant fucking DSLR Canon Nikon camera around your neck and you're pointing at every single thing that's going down the street and you got your huge bag and your carry on roll away, mm-hmm. guess what the first person who's actually trying to pickpocket people is thinking? Well, this guy doesn't have a fucking clue what he's doing, and he's an easy-ass target. Exactly. So don't make yourself an easy target. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a backpack or even a bag that you're going to leave in the, the hostel or the hotel. Yeah. But definitely don't do the, like, you know, home alone. I'm with my whole family <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. That's easy, easy target. Yeah. All right. You got anything else of getting around in Europe? No, that's about it. I think we covered a lot of it. All right, man. I got, I got our one final segment for us. Okay. 
So Darren and I have been talking about doing a travel, uh, a, a, tra- a travel, a trip. Mm-hmm. And we've actually had a couple of people that have been interested in coming along with us. Yeah. So first and foremost, this is pretty much an open invite. If you guys are serious about it and you wanted to travel, by more, more the merrier. We would love to have our listeners come and party with us. That would be a fucking blast. That'd be sick. So we kind of wanted to have a little interaction. And Darren and I have had multiple places. So this is all obviously contingent upon COVID. Yes. There's nothing we can do about it. We've already had a couple of plans that got just fucked on this deal. Mm-hmm. But we have made it our promise that this year, and it was one of our resolutions, if you heard the first episode, that we were going to be traveling. So Darren and I have a little a little challenge here. And we actually have not told each other what we've picked. No, we haven't. We're each going to pick three countries that in the world that we want to go to. And right now we're going to try to narrow it down to one that we're going to decide between our top three each okay. and pick it live right now. Cause we have, we have, <laughs> have I told you any of mine? No, you haven't told me any. We've discussed sites before. So we probably have a little bit of an idea of where we're going to pick. And I actually tried to throw them some curveballs on mine just to make it a little tougher. I think I did too. So, so oh, we'll yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Watch. We're going to throw the same fucking pitch, Fuck, man. <laughs> it's going to be the same spot. But yeah. with these, we want to have like a, uh, basically one spot that we're going to pick and then kind of build our trip out around that. Yeah. Yep. All right, cool. Well, you want to go first? Hit me with one first. With one? Yeah, just hit me with your number one pick. With the first pick in the travel draft. <laughs> it's going to be Singapore. Singapore? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. You weren't expecting that one, were you? No, I was <laughs> not. Okay, so yeah. I want you to give me a quick little breakdown. Why did you pick Singapore? Um, I picked Singapore because I've never been to Asia. Okay. Right? I've always wanted to. Um, the Philippines is somewhere like a lot of culture, a lot of history and Singapore is like this up and coming booming place. And they have like this crazy architecture that they're doing. It's kind of like the Dubai almost of Asia. Okay. Kind of with that. I mean, obviously there's Hong Kong, there's Beijing, there's shit like that. You know? For sure. Yeah. There's huge cities that are already yeah, there, obviously. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've always wanted to explore that culture and, you know, kind of get my foot in the door. Cause I know it's a little bit more. Yeah. Um, touristy friendly, I guess. And okay. like, I want to get my foot in the door in an Asian country, kind of like that. It's a little bit bigger than a lot of people kind of go to. Maybe a good go entry that. level. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay, now I'm feeling comfortable with like Asian culture. I can maybe start learning a little bit more. Obviously, there's different languages. There's Mandarin and stuff. Um, I think that's the main language there, but I'm not Shit, sure. Shit, don't look at me, brother. Yeah. This is your pick. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the main language. So I'll definitely brush up on that. And then now I can be like, okay, let me go to Thailand. Let me go to Vietnam. Now I want to go to China, you know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that as well, one of the things that when I went to Europe that I loved, but I felt like I didn't quite go hard enough on was I wanted to be culturally immersed and feel like I was going to struggle to get around. Mm-hmm. There was enough English that I, ha- and I speak shitty Spanish, but enough that I can get through a conversation if I'm trying to order food or find a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like really, I can speak enough Spanish that I can at least get through an emergency conversation. And most of the people in Europe spoke English. So yeah. I'm with you on the Singapore, man, I'm feeling good yeah. about this. I'm, I misspoke. I'm sorry, Philippines, if I offended anybody, Malaysia. That's oh. where, that's where Singapore is at. Yeah, no, it's I, fine. It was like my, <laughs> hey, listen. My bad guys. We're, we're not, su- we didn't get super educated on these before he picked a city. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Also, yeah. shout out to the Philippines though, because that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. All They're right. Close. So, here we go. We got one in Asia right now. We're feeling mm-hmm. good about that. I mm-hmm. feel good. You feel good. Yeah, I like it. All right, my number one pick for my side. Okay. I'm going South Africa. Ooh, I like that. Cape Town in general or? South Africa in general okay. as the whole country. So yeah. if you guys didn't know, South Africa is a whole country on the very southern tip of Africa, hence the name. Um, they have some very big cities, Cape Town, Johannesburg, 
Um, I've seen a couple of movies that have made me definitely want to go there. And one of my bucket list items can be achieved in South Africa. Ooh, okay. Got to want to take a guess at what it is. Mm, your bucket list items. Going to the top of that. What's that mountain called? It's not that. I'll tell you it's that. Not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Although that mountain is, and I don't know the name of it, but it's beautiful. Yeah. I don't know. You want to go to the rugby team? Shark diving. Oh, shit. That's sick. I want to do the full great white in the cage shark diving. That's a bucket list item of mine. And I don't know why, because I've had multiple times where I've been in the ocean and I'm not fearful of water, Mm -hmm. but I have had where I'm like out in the ocean swimming, like, you know, pretty far. And I've dived down and I look into the depths, the depths of the blueness. And you're Mm -hmm. like, man, if a shark just started swimming towards me right now, it's just see you later, dude. They're just munching on me. Shit, dude. I'm just a nice little bag of Cheetos swimming out there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. But South Africa, and I would love to um, check out obviously the culture and the, um, I'm, I love like wildlife stuff. So I would love to go do like some, um, wildlife tours, mm-hmm. uh, rent like maybe a big camera lens and try to do like a safari type thing. Ooh, that'd be sick. So yeah. South Africa like is that. my one pick for there. So we've yeah. got two drastically different ones. We do. All right. Hit me with number two then. How do, wait, how do you feel about that? Pick? I like, I like South Africa a lot. Okay. That's a fucking trek. Damn. I'm about it. So, yeah. so Singapore. <laughs> so once again, we're going to talk about, um, planning the trip. So right now, both of the spots that we have picked are probably, I haven't looked, but are probably pretty expensive to get to. Mm-hmm. I know that Singapore is probably about the same as U.S. dollars once you're there. Maybe a little bit cheaper. Yeah. It's probably not more, though. Yeah. And I think that uh, South Africa is probably similar, probably a little bit cheaper, but it's probably not more. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Pick number two. You ready? All right. Pick number two. Argentina. Oh, you bastard. You picked that one? I did not. Okay. But you'll see why. Fuck. Okay. I want to go specifically for this one. Number one is... I'm going to butcher this for anybody that speaks Spanish. I'm sorry. Iguazu Falls? Iguazu. Iguazu. Iguazu Falls. That's number one for me. Obviously, Argentina has such a cult, like a diverse um, landscape, you know? Let me go Let me go back to your first part. Yeah. Iguazu Falls is actually known as one of the most famous waterfalls in the entire world. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's massive. I think it's way bigger than Niagara Falls. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. I, th- I don't want to say the n- number, but I think it's like eight times bigger. It's humongous. If you haven't seen it, I believe it's I-G-U-A-Z-A yeah. Falls. Yes. Iguazu Falls. And it borders between Brazil and Argentina. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. on the borderline. I knew exactly yeah. where you were talking. Man, see, man. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I, I want to go to Buenos Aires, obviously okay. the main city. Um, and then obviously I want to go down to Patagonia. You know, <sighs> I'll, the, like I want to go to fucking, what was that mountain that we call, that we saw in that documentary? Um, El Chaltan, I think, where that guy was um, um, climbing it and then ended up passing away. Oh, oh, oh. Fuck. oh what yeah, am I talking about? The, the um, yep, I know the guy though. The dude from Canada. Yeah, is he from, yeah, from Vancouver. Yeah. Yep. Fuck, what does that think? What? We, we know what Sorry. we're talking about. Yeah. So yes. I want to go there. So he did go around, climb all around Patagonia. Yeah. Um, also, if you've ever seen the documentary that's talking about the founders of Patagonia, the brand, mm-hmm. and also the North Face, they went down there and did a bunch of traveling in the Patagonia region, which is, um, if you're a wildlife or a nature lover, it might be number one in the world. Yeah. It's out of this world. Yeah. You have the Andes Mountains that run through there, um, yeah. forests, rivers, There's ocean. Like, exactly. There's like this thing called uh, what's basically mimics like Death Valley in California. Yep. Um, has like this big mountain valley. Same same sort of thing. It was um, it was a trade route for the Incan Empire. So 
that's you know i'm like big on history and shit like god that, so. damn it all right well yeah. that was a really really good one and i mm. feel phenomenal on that which is crazy because my next one that i was gonna say which i kind of want to change now yeah but i'm gonna say i'm gonna give it an honorable mention but it's not gonna be my official pick now okay just to put some pressure on you yeah it was chilly Ooh, one of the most diverse yeah like it literally has the ocean you have the mountains you have the fucking forest and and it's right next to Argentina. Yeah. Yep, right there. All right, we're going to just conclude that two for one in that one. Two for one. So we'll say Argentina and Chile just yeah. because we picked damn near the same geographical region. So I'm going to switch it up then. Okay, go ahead. My number two pick is going to be Portugal. I like that pick. I like that pick. Portugal, for a couple of reasons, it's got unbelievable beautiful cities. I just sent Darren an Instagram photo like three or four days ago and yeah. Maybe the photographer was just really good, <laughs> but he damn near bought me a plane ticket there. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Um, I would love to see that. I've heard from a lot of people that it's just a very, very beautiful place, and it's um, it's not, I guess you would say, like the, the main Western European countries that you think of. Yeah. So no. it's a little bit off the beaten path. I know that it's cheaper because I checked the prices on it and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Lisbon looks absolutely stunning. It's got huge amounts of oceanfront property. Um but yeah, Portugal, and I heard the food is to die for. Yeah. So that's my number two official pick. I like that one. I like that one. Number three for me, my last one is going to be- the last one. The last one. The last one is going to be Japan. Oh, so you okay. really are trying to hit Asia then. Yeah, yeah. Japan. Japan. All right. And why are you thinking Japan? Fuck, dude. I've always wanted to go to Tokyo, right? <sighs> yeah. And I love sushi. That's where I'm going to go get sushi at. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I can't argue with anything he's saying <laughs> yeah. in this because I would love that. Here's the one caveat I have. Mm -hmm. I know Japan is super expensive. Yeah. It, it. Yeah, it is. So that might be one. Like, you know, we're going to have to save up a little bit more. Um, but, dude, like fuck like i don't even know like there's so much there's so much history that like i don't like in japan historic it, times it, the like crazy thing is it's an island nation too mm -hmm. right yeah. so th that in itself has a whole nother that's a whole nother can of worms to get to yeah it was i mean from the the culture you know like the the architecture like everything the, about the it architecture the, i mean the, as you said the culture the food the language mm. the architecture all of those things i mean even like let's talk about pop culture over there mm. i mean like pokemon is like huge right yeah you know what i mean to see that like like that kind of stuff is is really wild like the things that we think of maybe even stereotypically but it, is it that yeah. i i will say this shout out to abel from complex he went to japan mm -hmm. and if i'm going there i'm for sure asking him because yeah. he, he went there and he experienced it and he loved it. Yeah. You know, I've talked to him about it a couple of times and he absolutely loved it there. Well, I mean, yeah, the birthplace of sushi. <sighs> Stop. You just, do you know I'm hungry? <laughs> Is that what it is? Well, and then, you know, it's like, it's such a very beautiful place and kind of people like calligraphy and um, poetry and sculptures. And mm -hmm. they're just so very elegant, you know. That, I think that's the best way to wrap up yeah. what I, how I would explain anything that I think of in Japanese is very elegant. Yeah. The style yeah, is exactly. very elegant. Nimble almost, you know. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. Damn, damn dog. Fuck. Bars. We, yeah. <laughs> Real rap raw. <laughs> All right. Well, damn. I can't argue with any of those yet. Yeah. All right. Well, my very, very last one. Okay. So I had South Africa. Okay. I was going to do Chile, but we have a, co a cosign on that. Yeah, yeah. And then I have Portugal. Okay. So my very last one, and it's kind of lining up with your first one. Cambodia. Ooh. Yeah, I like that one. So first thing, okay. uh, one of my best friends, Andrew, is Cambodian. Mm -hmm. And I have been wanting him to go for a very long time. And I had finally got him convinced. 
and then we saw that there was a bunch of COVID stuff. I would absolutely love, love, love to get Andrew to go see his homeland while I might get to explore that as well, you know. Um, and also, I know that Thailand is just right next door. Yeah. So it's kind of a two for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, Cambodia had, I bought this book. Oh, I thought I had it here. I had this book. It's the top like 100 places that you have to see. Number one was in Cambodia. Really? What was it? Uh, it's called Angkor Wat, and I might be butchering the pronunciation on that, but it's a basically a huge, 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 what would be a city like in the middle of the jungle. And you want to talk architecture and detail? It's like super fine detail. And, you know, when you see like the huge buildings with all the intricate workings. So Cambodia is definitely on my list. And I, I know that Angkor Wat is obviously a tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Sign me up. That's a fucking amazing. Yeah. All right. Like those are awesome, dude. So what do you feel best about out of all of those? What do I feel best about? I like... I'm feeling you leaning super heavy towards Asia. Um, yeah, that's that's like... If I had to pick, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be Singapore. Like that, w- that was my number one. I'm like really... I really like that one, but I really like South Africa too. Oh. Dude, if I can go see some fucking like lions and shit and tigers and bears oh <laughs> tigers my. and bears yeah <laughs> lions fuck dude yeah if i could use zebras and what dude yeah that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at and also not to sound like a super fuck boy but i do want to go places that i don't know people have gone to before mm-hmm. like i don't know anybody that's gone to like africa and done like a safari yeah i would love to do that yeah me and, too. you know i would love to i don't know i i guess i should say i don't know anybody that i that has told me they've done these things but like singapore I don't know anybody that's been to Singapore. No, me neither. I know a couple people that have been to Japan. Yeah. Um, I don't know many people that... I don't know anybody that's gone to Argentina. Especially those falls. Yeah, dude. South America would be cracking. All right. I want you to take your number one pick out of those and pick which one you want, which you would do first. What I would do first? Yeah, you're doing Singapore. That's your vote? Yeah, I think I'm doing Singapore. Yeah. Can we combine Cambodia, Thailand into there? Yeah, I like that idea. Okay. Yeah. My number one is... The Chile, Argentina. Fuck, we're going to have to put this on a poll or something. I say that that's what we do. Yeah. Let's put it up to the people and whatever it is, we go for it. Yeah. So we got South America or Southeast Asia. Yeah. Shit. Are you down? <laughs> I'm down. Let's do it. By yeah. the way, um, side note, I know this is a travel <laughs> pod, but uh, today is actually Tuesday because we're filming this early. Yeah. Last night was the Rams Cardinals game. Just a quick little update. You had to remind him right away. He's a calendar (laughs) boy. He's just trying to make it. Shout out to the LA Rams for beating the dog shit out of Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. And we will, I promise you, have a Darren calendar photo shoot. And I'm going to get them printed. So if you need one, you can actually just put it in the comments right now if you want one already. You can have it (laughs) pre-ordered. We haven't haven't done the photos or anything. But anyways, that's coming. So how about we put it to a poll? Okay. We'll give it maybe a week or so. We'll yep. do it, run it a couple of times, see what we get for vote-wise. And uh, next episode, we'll, maybe we'll buy the tickets. I yeah. am going to Vegas. Shit. Yeah, fuck it. Win some money, bro. <laughs> All right. We'll put yeah. it up on the pod, uh, the poll on our Instagram. You can find it at Certified, certified Fresh Studios on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you follow us there. Obviously, we're fully operational on Spotify and on iTunes now. Hoping in the next couple of weeks, I know that we said we wanted to get on YouTube. It's been a little bit of a learning curve. We got to get some tech, technical difficulties out of the way, but we're hoping by in the next couple of weeks. So don't hold your breath just yet, but we will definitely keep you updated. We are trying to learn better how to do it. 
And uh, anything else from you, brother? Any last uh, travel travel tips? Nah, that's it. Be safe. Be um, safe. Have fun, and mm-hmm. be fucking willing to explore. Go yeah. out of your. This is the one thing I would leave you with. A lot of times, people want to be stuck in their zone because it's comfortable. Yeah. The best moment I've ever had in my entire life was traveling in London by myself when no one knew where I was at. And I'm not saying this is the safest thing, but I knew that I was outside of my comfort zone and I was out exploring and I've never felt a euphoric feeling like that I've ever had in my life. And I hope everyone gets to that point where they were, are willing to explore and go feel that same feeling that I had. Yeah. Amen to that. I like that. I I, I leave you guys with that. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in again and we will see you guys next week. You bet. Certified fresh. Certified fresh. Certified fresh. Certified fresh.